Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Happy Pride Month, gays! It's episode 233 of Another Pod. Do not relent! We're here to bring you the heat! I'm Slide Whistle. Hi, gay! It is I, Immunization. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, Horde, Punching Bag, and Locked in My Cage. Ah, I can't say anything, because it's these two's month. I'll quietly slink in the background until, like He-Man, I regain my powers in exactly 30 days. Here's your uh, bi-monthly reminder that, yes, we are gay and dating, in case you didn't get the case you didn't know. I think it's always somebody new surprised by the the news. (laughs) The show is extra powerful for this month because two-thirds of them are messing around. They're rolling in the sheets. Just don't throw away our target displays. Uh, all right, so let's talk about let's talk about rating. Let's talk about a little about rating this week. Yeah, I feel like we were pretty successful this week now that everyone is back and we didn't have to cut raids short or anything. We have some more gear. We full-cleared normal. Um, got Sark down, Sarky baby on normal down, which is exciting. And it was, it was very easy based on like the training we had done for the previous two weeks. I think we came in there, had one or two sloppy little pulls. And then on the third one, we got them down. Like it was nothing. It was really classic Uno Mas shit where we have some of the like sloppiest pulls. Uh, our progression was a little sketchy and then all of a sudden, everything snaps into place, and we have the cleanest run, and we kill him for the first time. Like, that that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, people in the guild, are, they're a little more beat. It's, it's, it's good. And, man, so we, last week, um, we tried pugging just to see, like, how far I could get with it. And, like, this, this, this rating just feels the most accessible, like, on a difficulty level it's felt. Like, we, I got 7 out of 8 heroic last week. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, okay. It was, it was not even trying. So, and then we got three heroic bosses this week with the guild, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on the second night, we, well, it was weird. We, like, started in heroic on the first night, killed the first boss, then went back to do normal, and then came back and did the next, the first, the next two on heroic the second day after killing Sarkarath. It was, we were kind of all over the place, but we, like, on heroic, we killed first dragon boss, we killed the assault, and we killed, was it Rashok? Yes, Rashak, the super duper Jardin. And we were on our way to the Shadow Flame guys when it was just like, okay, that's it. We're all sleepy sheepies. Let's go to bed. Which was a good call because, like, we had like 15 minutes left and it probably would have taken that long just to kill the trash. So I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think just getting the guild, the Sark kill, and then doing two heroic bosses to, to get the, the vault finish was just a really good feel-good moment for the guild, because let me tell you, there have been days when they leave defeated and crushed. <laughs> I was just glad we got our our normal Sarkarath down, because I could do the last bit of the 10.1 adventure, and I was still able to lap some of the more casual people who would still be waiting for one more, no, two more weeks! Eh, you can't see me, but I'm doing a Fortnite L dance. Also, uh... <laughs> Have fun waiting for nothing. <laughs> also, our guild broke like a long-standing curse. We completed 
the skip quest on normal. Like, I feel like we, I don't know what, but like we just don't kill the last boss or whatever the boss is needed for it enough times before just going into progging heroic or something. I don't know, but like we, we did it this time and it's been like a running joke that we never do it. Well, to be fair, we did A, have to yank some chains to get us back to go to normal because we were going to start in heroic. And two or B, I don't know if I said A or one first, um, <laughs> whatever the second option is. Gamma, Delta. Gamma. Um, there were You only needed three things this time. I feel like normally you need four. So that also, we had that going for us as well. Oh yeah, because if it was four, if it was four, I don't think we're gonna do this again. Even though we have the skip now, you know. No, no, I was about to say. Well, I think there was like one or two people that they claimed, "Oh, we're gonna do it again just for like Fidel," and I'm like, "Fidel," and it's like, "Yeah, you remember, good old Rhett, Rhett Pally? He's been here for five years, but we'll be doing it again for like Fidel and Pallieth and people like that." But after that, that's it. You missed the no, boat. You missed no, the boat. No, we gotta kill Sarkareth every week. We got to. It, a, the, the the Void Curio tier piece he drops is fantastic. It's like a tier token you can take and turn it in. And B, we gotta have the Evoker legendary thing drop. <laughs> yeah, now you understand my pain of like trying to convince the, the, the guild to go back and kill the last boss on normal so that you have a chance at it like me and my bow. The difference is... <laughs> I'm a lot meaner than you. I feel like I can, I can, I can get it done. Because nobody's meaner than a meaner. Tomino, what you doing here? I, I don't know. Some of your, your, you're like, oh, I'm gonna convince him, and they'll be like, I think we should go into heroic, and you just go, mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's like I don't know if this is a long con, but Slide is not bringing his biggest. His most to this argument know. here. It's just like it worked mm, because see, I you, don't know. If first, you subtly disagree, and then the other voices slowly. Right, so Ash was like, "Oh, maybe we should do. Oh, maybe we should do. Maybe we should do." And I'm just like, "I'm not gonna say anything yet." But when push comes to shove, I'll be in officer chat, being Lynn. We have to do this. We have five evokers. It is even just for me. It's mostly for me, but <laughs> there's five of us. That's one fifth of this raid. <laughs> if we kill Sarkarith and it drops for you, and it's like, okay, next week, time to get Nusses, <laughs> are you going to be like, you know, Lynn, we really got to focus on these upper levels here. AOTC is dwindling. I'm not going to get it. It's going to be somebody else. Because remember, so when it drops, it's personal drop. So you can't even roll for it. It, it. it only shows up to the person who loots it if it does drop. Oh, so so it's like the curios that were dropping. Also, I thought luckily there was only supposed to be one or maybe maybe two that dropped per raid, but we got three. It must increase with drop with group size. It has to. We had twenty one, so maybe at twenty it's two, and at twenty one we're just for barely over the threshold to get three. Because you got one, Legionnaire got one, and Brio got one. I think Cass got one. What? Cass got one. Oh, so is it? Yeah, four I do then? remember that. <laughs> Well, no, or, or maybe not. I, maybe maybe Cass didn't, but I rem I thought I remember Cass getting one because I was like, she's been giving a lot <laughs> or given a lot of uh, responsibility here, and I don't know if she can step up to the plate. She does well, but I know sometimes with her little human warlock self, she can't. Her survivability is questionable. Movement is always hard, but yeah. So that was fantastic because we got a lot of tier sets like completed just. Excuse me, with normal. Yeah, I, this week I went from having a two set to a four set on my hunter. Still don't have any tier What's on it my priest. Do? What's it do? Something not exciting. What's your four set do? <laughs> I, 
They, I don't, I don't, I need, people need to speak up on if anyone's like hand of death jumps up and punches people. These tier sets seem very functional this yeah, time. Yeah, like mine, like mine's cool, but it's kind of like you just for, kind of forget about it. Whenever I like laser beam or pyre, which is my AOE attack, it just puts like some spikes on them. And for five seconds, it goes spike, 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 spike. <laughs> and the four set is the spikes do more damage and i'm like okay well like i don't see the spikes it's just kind of on them i guess like a dot <laughs> cool yeah mine's also just entirely passive like it just like it doesn't change my rotation but like if i do my rotation right it's just as a dps increase it's just like increases the number of times i can use my like rotation i, I, don't, I don't know i mean like whatever it's exciting i i'm glad to finally be able to replace my old tier set that i was holding on to it was like such a low eye level compared to things i could be wearing and so, and let me tell you, so back to how easy it is to pug this raid, I was pugging Heroic Sarkareth. Uh, my lowest percentage I got him to was 16%. And they really they really only add so many mechanics to each phase. They add one mechanic to each phase. I think we can do this shit easily. Like, as long as we're coordinating and talking, it's it's literally, like, it's cake. I will say, I was a little nervous when on Rashak, uh, we wiped because he enraged. I was like, oh boy, are we, like on the third boss here, are we already to the point where like we, we it's a DPS check because like, people don't have the gear or whatever? I don't know. It was a little, I was like, man, I've been hitting, I've been hitting Rashak for a while. What's going on? But then I guess, what, eight DPS were dead, I think? Yeah, I mean, like when I'm not healing, maybe I just don't notice those things. When are you going to heal again? Uh, yeah, I miss immunization, the lady. I only see her occasionally on, like, mythic blesses. And then I'm always just like, hey, friend, and she's too fabu now. She's like, excuse me, did you clear all 20s in season two of Shadowlands? I don't <laughs> think so. We are not on the same she, level. She's reached the point of her, you know, wrestling career where she's, like, a legend that just has to show up every once in a while, maybe just for, like, a WrestleMania match or something, you know? I see she she hits him with like the priest punch every three years just to remain relevant. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's the priest punch. We haven't seen that shit since Legion. It's so funny because like, I feel like whenever he's healing, I'm like, okay, I can do, I can fuck, I can fuck up royally and he'll, he'll heal the fuck out of me. So like to the point to where I have to change my file if you're not healing. Like, so like when whenever we do like our raid group, I'll, I'll try to use the one that hurts myself. And then I'll assess if it's worth it or not, because it'll kill me sometimes because I'm not healed quick enough. And I'm like, I'm healing myself. Help me. And when you're on your hunter, I end up healing you in some weird Ouroboros cycle. You just use a verse one like the rest of us. No, versus stucks. I know. That's what I use, too. But like it's hunt, like BM Hunter's worst stat, but it's the recommended one just because it's just, you know, passive survivability and DPS increase, even though it's like not ideal. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, join my chorus call to do normal Sakurath every week because the Evoker Legendary, it doesn't it doesn't boost them, by the way. It boosts allies. It boosts allies DPS, and I think they're healing. So technically, if we all get the legendary, we'll all be healing better and we'll survive better, right? Huh? <laughs> hmm, sounds like propaganda to me. Speaking of propaganda, we have a review to read. <laughs> buttery smooth a perfect segue here also apologies we had a note saying that we were going to read this last week but we like just completely forgot so like that's on us but yes we have poured some shots we will be taking them in honor of this review 
reading on air reminder dnr me if you want to rate the show like any any way that you want to normally people do it on itunes but like wherever you want to we'll find it eventually probably um we will read it on air and take a shot in its honor so um i have a shot of lemon flavored vodka what are you guys shooting same well yeah because i poured it for you i have a little flask here of hartley peach i don't know what it is and it's a good thing it's called Hartley because it's Hartley Potable. This shit tastes like window oh, dressing. But... Hey, what, window? <laughs> why, are you, why are you drinking that? Drink some actual Windex while you're <laughs> mix it in and see what happens. Because I didn't want to do a big affair. I literally, I got on my hands and knees at the liquor store and said, what you got down here? <sighs> Blue dust away. <laughs> and here this guy was, five whole United States dollars. Are you shitting me? Aaron's like, let me get down here with the Niffin to get into my price range. <laughs> my man Mawit said, Oh, I found this underneath. <laughs> I smelt it, and God, does it smell terrible, too. It smells like death and liver cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to drink a whole flask of this and then jump off a cliff because Evernessa doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> Anyways, that that's what I'll be swilling today. But you know what doesn't smell like death? This five-star review from Train Man 1957. Train Man says, love the show. Thank you so much for a wonderful show. Lots of information, very helpful and knowledgeable. Well, there's also like a lot of explanation points here, like on every sentence. So so thanks for the enthusiasm and the nice uh, nice words, Train Man. Fuck yeah, Train Man. I love you. I appreciate that you easily could have stopped at lot of information and then said the truth, which is it's deeply unhelpful. But you then lied to all of us and said, very helpful. If you're truly a trained man, you would be tickled by the fact the Power Rangers is going to indeed use one of the only Super Sentai series they haven't used, which is all train based. (laughs) All their outfits are train based. They have trained mechs. It's a really old one. It's going to be a hot season. Let me tell you, Train Man, you're going to love it because I'm going to love it. You know, they had to wait like since the 90s. They're like, you know, the, the U.S. market does not like public transit. They won't understand this. But they're like 2023 rolls around. They're like, maybe they'll understand it a little bit better. These damn hipsters are bringing Amtrak back. And with it, Super Sentai Magenchi Hypergrind. It's, it's kind of a sick name. But uh, this shot's for you, Train Man. Thanks so much. Mwah. Yeah, cheers, train, train man. man. Thanks for the review. <laughs> oh, lemon vodka is so easy, so beautiful. Mwah. It's weird because it tastes like peaches, which is nice. And then you let it sit in your mouth for a second, and it's like chemical. And it's like, huh, can't say that's bad, but certainly oh not God, good. That reminds me, I have a friend who whenever she takes a shot, she'll take the shot in her mouth, and so she'll wish it around her cheeks like mouthwash. And she's like, I hate taking shots. And I'm like, maybe if you stop swishing it around your cheeks, you wouldn't hate it so much. And she's like, isn't that how everybody drinks? And I had to leave. I'm like, no, it's not. Is that just an attempt to, like, get more out of it? Because you're, like, sucking it into your gums? I have a theory, which I can explain on After Dark or later. It's it's too long for this. But nobody teaches you how to drink or how to use a straw. So I believe everybody does these things differently. There's like six to seven categories in my research that I've done. We can go into that later. Not now, but think about that. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had this discussion um, mainly after she disclosed this information to us. But yeah, uh, back to um, some WoW stuff. Do we want to talk about this new tier storyline that dropped this week? 
Let's okay. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Now you say dropped. Were we? When were we told about um, this? Wowhead. Maybe it's because. Well, slide okay, whistle Maybe told it's me. because there was a bunch of icons over there. I couldn't find the damn thing until you told me where to go. And, which is so funny because, like, I, 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 and I think what I found on Wowhead. I was like, wait, what? And I opened my map, and just like you said, there's a world quest icon right on top of it. There's two side quests that I just haven't done, I don't think, or I have no idea what those are. And buried right in the middle is that campaign marker. And I'm like, what the, What is this doing out here? Yeah, it, It's on, like, the lowest Photoshop layer. And it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think the pet quest that's over there should take precedence over this, but okay. Oh, I thought it was just me. I wasn't able to see it because, like, I had a bunch of, like, I, I have, like, map add-ons or something for, like, different rares and treasures and stuff. So I thought it was just all that shit covering up. But no, like, base UI, it's still covered up by, like, world quests and stuff. Yeah, 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 the big today it was the big blue world quest and there were two rares cuz there's like three or four of them that float around there and their symbols even zoomed in the most you can base UI. You you can't unless you clear them out, you can't see the like campaign Yeah, marker. it's kind of weird and then like cuz there wasn't a normal like quest pop up. And now if you go to your dungeon journal, which honestly, I think I'm going to start recommending this at the top of the like episode, scroll through your dungeon journal. Like they actually do have legitimate things in there and and they a lot of the times they take the the quests of the week and they put them in the the journal. So wherever you are, you can pick some of these quests up. Now that this tier quest, weirdly enough, you couldn't actually pick the quest up, <laughs> but it told you that you would get a toy for doing it, and it told you where it was and the gold attached. Very, very weird. They're trying new things out. Um, I hope they just make it a little more, you know, obvious. Speaking of trying new things, um, I just remembered this. Slide Whistle was in like the old world, I believe, in Kalimdor somewhere, and tell them what you discovered about the flight path. Okay, was this, was this a stealth update? Uh, so I was in Kalimdor. I was trying to get to dust to dust wallow dusk. Ugh, where does Nixia live? Dusk wallow marsh. <laughs> what? Dust. Somewhere yeah, something marsh. It's it's next to the ruins Some of Paramore. Old, I know the place. Are pumping their fists in the air like it's it's it's, it's the dusky marshmallow <laughs> marsh. Um. So anyway, the the very specific 2010 2011 cat of kids are like. Aah! So I was trying to find to kill Nixia because I was bored, and I I was taking a flight pass. So I spoke with Joanne outside. Whatever. I come back. I'm still fucking flying. But as I open the map, like when you when you take a flight path, the map is more detailed. There they like like landmarks are highlighted. Like um you know how like Fenner Totem has that has that huge totem in it that shows up on the mini map flight map but it doesn't show up on the regular map mm. and the map will highlight different areas that you're flying to i it's i i'm like because like i haven't been flying anywhere other than the dragon isles right um i haven't noticed it so i i don't know when this came out but it had to have been during dragon flight at some point so what, I haven't seen Stormwinds yet because I, I I haven't tried to take the life path because why would I? Yeah, like when I like came back into the room, Slide pulled me over. He's like, I'm not just high, right? Like this is new, yeah. And I was like, why does it look so fancy? Like maybe I just haven't taken a flight path in Kalimdor for a while. And some of the listeners are gonna be like, actually, this was a Shadowlands update. Didn't you guys know that? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I don't fly around Kalimdor very often. Gadget Sands was terrifying. It's a huge cog and a huge wrench. And I'm like, what the fuck am I staring at? What is this what is this denoting? And I'm like, oh, it's 
the Goblin City, okay. It reminds me of any time I drive to your house and I go by whatever the name of the White Sox Stadium is. Uh, the map decides to fully render that out in like a 3D model. And I'm like, why? Did they pay for you this? Mean the guaranteed rate arena. I had to pronounce that word fully. I was about to say. <laughs> uh, I don't know why they call that guaranteed, that. I don't know why they guaranteed call that. rate. That is great. It's very much so like duck hunt energy. <laughs> you gotta really say it. Anyway, tier, 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 tier. You go, and Norzdomu is sitting there with Kalitgos and Alex Straza and Koronos, aka, remember this name, Stony Tony. And they're they're poking tier and they're like, damn. We got to do something to get this guy back. I miss my big stone daddy. So was this just a time, time-based thing that like now they decided is the proper time to introduce this storyline? Because, and I actually don't know, like, do people need to have like been up to a certain point in the like actual campaign for to get I, this? Because like, I feel like they hmm. have to be because specifically Norsdomu says the infinites are coming, like the infinite dragon flight. Maybe Tyr, if we get him back, he can help us with this. So, I mean, maybe you don't get it if you didn't get to, like, chapter six of the main story. But, like, girl, what you doing if you didn't do the main story? Okay, yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, so last, so before this quest came out, I remember I've been updating the guild notes. I'm the guild note updater. So if it changes, that's me. That's Are me. you? That's me. I was about to say they're 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 changing and they're snappy. It's no longer like Kata right. at seven, Lin at nine. Damn right. So I'm like, damn, someone's doing stuff. I am stuff. on top. I'm I, I, every day. I look at it. I open the calendar. I'm like, hmm. No, like even I logged in today, and then like a slide was updated to say like, congratulations, guild on our Sarkareth kill. And I'm like, what the fuck? This like just happened like hours ago. What the? I, I I try to do it when I'm at work when no one's online. That way everybody sees the new messages when they come on. Because like, the guild's felt a little dead recently. I've been trying to, you know, I've, I've been working on some stuff. People, I think this is who we have. They're just raid logging, which is. It's just fine as long as they keep raid logging. When they stop is when I'm like, oh god. But anyway. So the guild note used to say, remember, be six out of seven. That way you can get the Sarkarath quest at the end. But now we are nine out of ten. What the? So what was the ninth? Was the ninth quest the blue dragon flight, but it wasn't counted in the earlier quest counter? Because my counter did not change when I did the blue dragon flight quest with like Azura Ghost and Caligos and all that. Yeah. Was that considered the eighth story, but they didn't say it was? Or was it the ninth story? Like, where does that fall in the campaign? Is it a visual campaign? Is it an unofficial campaign? Like, where does that go? Would Vegemite be less mad having to do it if it was? <laughs> I don't know, but now now we're nine out of ten. <laughs> and even, I think, even after doing tier, we're still nine out of ten. So it kind of feels like they're just kind of updating random number out of number. And I'm like, okay, but what's, what is yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> It's main question, quest inflation. They want you to think there's always something. Ooh, you almost got it. So six out of seven, seven out of eight, nine out of ten. Ooh, I, the the story's not done yet. Someone needs to tell the de- developers that we're va- like very quickly approaching the main story quest line number ceiling here. I'm I'm not sure what number we're on, but because like when when you finish this, it, you're still nine out of ten, right? Like I was at least. Mm-hmm. Very, very fucking weird. But like, back to the story itself. Yes, we are all cl- like gathering in Tearhold because like I 
was it part of the main storyline before when we like found this silver shard or was that like a side thing i don't remember it it was in like a a banner exclamation you know the main the important one but it was not directly related to the main story i feel like we we wound our way around the island we got to valdrakim and then the aspect sent us on a couple little silly adventures on the side and this was one of those silly adventures where we brought Tyr back, and they're like, our dad's back. And then he he's, he's brain dead. He doesn't do anything. So they're like, ah, oh, beans. And But yeah, this was the silver scale was given to us by real Tyr. Maybe if we hold it in front of fake Tyr, he'll wake up. And then he didn't wake up. And then Norris Dorm was like, but I think he might wake up one day if we wiggle this thing correctly. Yeah, because the, we remember we had to go in to get the discs of, Nor- the discs of Norganon, but then the Infant Dragon fight stole them at the end of, uh, is it Uldaman? Is that where he steals them? Yes, new Uldaman. New and so, Uldaman. like, the silver scale is supposed to be, like, a disc, kind of a secret disc, which... Honestly, I don't know if I'm exactly jiving with this whole thing. I think it's weird that we're like, there's one thing we don't know about Tyr, and this silver scale holds the. I'm like, how? How do? How can we get into this man's mind with this? Like, like I, I, you know what I mean? Well, my interpretation was that this scale was kind of like a, you're our only hope, Obi Wan Kenobi thing that was like left behind, and that's what was happening earlier in the story, earlier in the storyline, and then now. We bring it to is what is, what is the name of the place where we are? It's like Tears like temple thing. Hold? No, rest. the the one in Tears Fall. Tears Rest. Yeah, so we bring it there, and then in this storyline, we basically get like a new memory uploaded into it that we are able to play through. But like before we get to that, like we get there and we are like met by like the last of Tears Guard. Like, have we like interacted with him or any of them prior to this? You mean uh Traverd? The human paladin of the uh Tears Guard? Well, you say that like it's a name I should know, but I can tell you every human paladin I've ever met has gone in in one ear out the other. I'm like, wow, human man. Cool, and then I go back to playing games on my phone. So we first met Traverd in Legion. He was uh, he was involved in like the 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 Paladin uh, campaign, the Paladin yes, Order Hall. Yes, yes. Um, which, uh, to be fair, like I don't remember. Um, I was so okay. So like I've been taking notes on stuff, and <laughs> when we, I forgot, like the minute the quest started, we take a portal to Tears Rest, or to sorry to Tears Hold, right? And so in my head, I'm like, I'm taking a portal to Tears Hold. I'm already in Tears Hold, but it's a Tears Rest, which is in Tears Fall Glades. And so once we get there, my first note is, who the fuck is Travered, and why is he acting like he owns Tear Hold? Next note, oh, we're in Tears Fall Glades, not Tears Hold, <laughs> because this man is in. He's in Tears Fall, and he's like, who the fuck are you guys? I'm the last Paladin. Everybody else is dead. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. So basically, the the like gateway into the chamber was broken because like shiny orby thing was broken and then like Kornos fixes it and you go into the chamber and i are we just working under the complete assumption here that like there's a titan console there and if we take the scale and put it on it something will happen (laughs) like yeah at this point they're just kind of goofing around with it it's all these guys who are like we're tears best friend i've studied everything he's ever done and then you show up with, like, actual things they don't know. And they're like, oh, smush it together. So, yeah, it's literally just like, <laughs> you have the scale. 
maybe if you look at the same book that we're looking at, something new will happen. So, okay, mark. so so this, this, this is why it's kind of weird. So you would really only be familiar with this area if you were a paladin in Legion. Because like Travert has a whole section on Wapedia about him. Following the Battle of Broken Shore, a champion of the light, the paladin, was sent by Lord Maxwell Tyrosus to find Travert in the city to bring him to Crassus's Landing. You hang out with the Argent Crusade. You go to the Tomb of Tear. You get the Silver Hand, which I believe is the Holy Paladin one. Um, he goes into there to find his brother Galford. There's like a whole thing about finding the Spark of Tear. So like this guy is established. He's very well established in the lore and and in the tomb. But like I don't think any of us did the Paladin Order campaign, so we just weren't familiar. Well, and not only did I not do Paladin, he I think he specifically is the dude to go to for the quest for, yeah, you like you said, the Holy Paladin artifact, which, like, I never got. I have one paladin who kind of farted his way through on Rhett. So it's like, yeah, you'd have to specifically do that one, which was what I loved in Legion and what I hated in Legion was there were so many stories that you really did have to go out of your way to look at them all. Ooh. And if you didn't, you're Boo Boo the Fool, and now you're me going, Yo, this yo, me? this is really cool. Um, So it says, um, if the hero is the High Lord of the Silver Hands, if you have the High Lord title, then a Travered in this current quest greets you amicably and asks you to keep close the Silver Hand as it may yield power once again. There's special dialogue for Holy Paladins. I love that shit. That is so cool. That's, like, that's so cool, and that's why, like, yeah, like, it's a blessing and a curse that we got so much very specific spec lore in Legion, but I love that, like, this isn't even the first, second, third, or, like, probably fifth instance where, like, there's been very specific spec-related stuff that date back to Legion that they purposely fitted in in, like, all the expansions after it, and I love, I really do love that they did that. I'm just, like, I'm just so happy thinking about, like, the Holy Paladins that were marking the fuck out, like, oh my god, it's Travered! We saved Galford! And I'm like, who the fuck is this bald man? <laughs> this is a side thing before I continue with the story. Caligos is a fucking bitch motherfucker for not talking to me! I'm an Archmage just like him! Hell, I might be higher than him in the Kirin tour. Fuck that guy. <laughs> this is a dragon aspect, and we're at his house. He thinks he can talk to me like I'm a, I'm a gopher. You little sniffing sneaker. <laughs> he does. He looks at me like I'm Merritt the sniffing Merit. seeker. Well, guess what? You're on my shoulder, Calicos. I'm not on your shoulder. Except for the very few times where you flew me around in those quests. Anyways, you go into a room. Kornos opens the door. Who cares? Then you go into the next bit, and that's when he's like, hey, check out this computer console, <laughs> champion. Maybe you will be able to see its cool graphics. And when you do, you are transported back in time to play as Big Hammer Daddy himself, Tia. Yeah, yeah. After the old dial-up computer doesn't work, you find a newer computer that does work. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. What you, what's going on here? Listen, um, well, that was Slide Whistle literally tripping over everything in his path, leaving the room to probably get another beer. In, 
<laughs> in my ear, it sounded like the creeper explosion sound effect from Minecraft. So I just assumed a creeper walked into your apartment. It was a cat plus it was a cat nylon tube that is the loudest sound in the world and they run through it. I see, I see. Um well yes, he, he has returned with the beer now. But like I was going to make some joke about how <laughs> the the game you play as tier in tier simulation only runs on windows 10 or greater and like you know that old ass console that was in the first room that's like windows 98 or something <laughs> uh, i'm not gonna lie i was a little disappointed when i'm like oh, i have to fucking play the three button game like one of them is a big button one of them is a heel one of them is an aoe and i'm like come just let me be like be a dragon and kill everything in my sight what I, it's fine, I guess. It, it was not the worst of that type of thing, honestly. Well, but it also wasn't the best. It didn't help, and I know a big part of it is like, so Tyr is fighting the, the forces of the Black Empire, and he actually has to, you know, like, hit them with abilities and hit them. I was like, can't we go back to the days of my man, Holm High Mountain? Yes. Yeah, you play, yeah, you played the three-button game with him. But guess what? You hit a button and you could kill 40 demons yes. at one time. Like, this is this is tier. I shouldn't have to hit them with Silverhand multiple times. And, and, and then there just there weren't enough enemies. And I'm like, okay, so I'm like, so, like, this is an event in the that is, like, one of, like, the most, like, mythical, fabled, like, tier. Like, tier's hand, tier's fall, like, all of that. And, like, this is how we're going to play it out. Like, I get it. Like, there may have been, like, a budget and time constraint with Big Bobby doing his thing. But I was like, man, I'm only hitting, like, three little guys, and they ain't, and they ain't dying. And my Varkrul are just staring at them. And, and I did boost them. Or at one point, you're fighting a bunch of, like, dragon aspect image bosses. And you're actually, like, fighting them. I was like... And also, when Tyr falls below 0% health, he just gets all his health back. So it's like, oh. if I can't die and there's no stakes, there's no point to you actually making this a fight. Let me hit each guy, like, 10 times and then be done with it. I had it. a few things I wanted to talk about, like, prior to, like, the Dragon Aspects things. But, like, I also was going to ask about the Dragon Aspects thing. Like, did you guys almost die during that? Because I almost died during that. Uh I, ju I just died. I died over as soon as I tried to keep myself alive. But as soon as I saw when you would die, he'd get blessing of the Titans and come back. I'd be like, then I don't fucking care. I'm I'm hitting one as they're approaching me, not even two, which was the better move. Just hitting one while I'm on my phone until a guy talks and I know it's over. I was kiting. I'm like, Tyr will not die here. I was like, we're going to fucking live. I was kiting the mechanics. I was running to Vicruel. I'm like, get him, get him, boys, get him. No, I, at first when I came in and I forget, the, the blue aspect one was killing me. And I was like, oh, I'm like, is this how Tyr wow, dies? The blue aspect one. Malagos. Malagos, come on, king of the mages. Well, I, I wasn't sure if it was, I mean, okay, it had to have been Malagos because Corgo, I mean, because like Calagos is like new, but like, I, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, I was like dying to him at first. And I was like, oh, like, are, is this like one of those things where we're like supposed to like die trying to fend them off? But then I looked over to the right and it's just like, you're supposed to defeat them all. So I was like, okay, I'm going to like go into like hyper mode now and like try to kite everything, heal myself, run away. It, it was, it was quite the battle actually. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I will say the three-button game was kind of fun when I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> um, wait, but I, I do want to rewind from the aspect battle because you can't just skip over. My, no, my, I know. As, soon as, as soon as I saw him, I was like, Slide's going to fucking cream his jeans if this guy's here. <laughs>
I I wrote in my little book, Arcadus. And I'm like, oh, he's there. Is that Ironia? And dude, Ironia was stomping the shit out of Kithix's toes. She kept giving him the like, I'm going to stomp on your foot. I'm going to stomp on your foot. And I'm like, is she only going to kick him? So, like, my thing is that, like, um, is Tyr just, like, mass, like, the big show or something? Or, like, Ironia is, like, she looked, she looked kind of, like, teeny tiny girl. Yeah, they, they no, were he tiny. He made... So, he's just supposed to be the biggest of those guys? Oh, like, they, they are, like, his assistants. So, like, they are beneath, mm. they're, they're watchers, he's a keeper. So, keepers are bigger than watchers, I guess, if Tyr deems it. <laughs> also, wait, they're watchers? Koronos is a watcher, and he ain't shit. Or is it just he doesn't have cool stuff? Is he just the piddliest of the watchers? I mean, some watchers just kind of chill and don't do anything. And some watchers, like Arcadis, they put in the fucking work and they fight big demons with their best friend, Ironia. But, like, can we talk about how, like, you help them fight off, like, one of the mini-bosses? And then they're like, now we will all go fight big boss uh, shadow guy together. And then you, as TR, are like, nah, I got this. Y'all, y'all head out. And they're like... Okay, bye. And then they're like, we're going to Uldum, bye. I do appreciate, yeah, they, they said, we will wait you in Uldumon. And then I swear it was in the thing. Someone spoke up during the simulation. It was like, yeah, they fucking waited for Uldumon, and that guy did not come back. Okay, wait. Tear did not come back. Uh, Arcadis is a Titan Keeper, so I'm assuming Ironia is as well. So they were just small because they weren't the main character, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so they are on the same level. <laughs> no, like my my question was that like uh is was Tyr just like the biggest of the Titan Keepers? Like if you put like Growlina or Immunization or Bai in there, would we just be like ants? Would we like be unable to be seen from like based on the scale of this? Or yeah, is it just the like you are the main character and then like like the quest givers they just make them like bigger or something? I don't know. You know, I'm it's honestly I'm not I'm just a little even more confused. That they are watchers, but they're called keepers. Their their race is watcher, but they're called Titan Keepers. Whereas Tyr is his race is Titan Watcher, but he's a Titan Keeper. So everyone's a keeper because we love them. Mwah. But the big thing that you do in this is eventually you fight a faceless one. I am so sorry. I had notes, but I must have deleted them all because I only have one note that'll come up later. But you fight this man, Zathax. It's Yeah, lots of Z and S's. And he transforms into all of your dragon aspect friends. And the final one is Alex Straza. And he said, yep, even this bitch is, is going to be corrupted. Yeah, like the whole the whole shtick was that the faceless one is like, oh, Tyr, all your dragon buddies, they're going to betray your ass. And then they all say things that very distinctly are about what they will do in the future. Like Malagos is like, mortal mages stink. And now Farian's like, I love talking to the voices in my head. Or even like <laughs> Sarah was like, remember Xavius? Yeah, not my proudest moment, but bleh. So like, is it a mind game? Yeah, that's why like our, our, ho our holy pally buddy like has a comment, which is like pretty real. After this, like, after, because, like, in response to what you said earlier, Aaron, about, like, a vo some of the voices, like, responded to, like, Tyr would not join them in Uldemon because he fucking died. It's because, like, I think we were all, like, collectively, like, sitting on, like, a, a couch in the middle of, like, Tyr's rest chamber watching this vision together. Um, I think it was, like, either him or Koronos that were like, oh, yeah, that shit doesn't happen. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, no, anyways, the Holy Paladin guy said... 
said something as we were leaving the chamber saying like, you know, I'm temp- I, I really don't feel like we should trust something that a faceless one would say to us because they would want us to think a certain way to get to their end goals. But then he says, but it does make one think dot, dot, dot. And I was like, yeah, I mean, especially since that, like, as you just pointed out, Aaron, like a lot of the things that those Aztecs are saying, even though this is supposedly a past vision are things that did actually end up happening. So I don't know if like somehow this past vision also has like knowledge of the future because we were there. I don't know. I think they're fucking with us because the void fucks with people. Remember, my I whenever I whenever they say anything, the first thing I think is they see all possibilities, but there's only one truth. They they they're just spewing constant whatever they mm-hmm. fucking see. <laughs> okay, I finally figured it out. The keepers are Arcadis, Loken, Thorum, Freya, Mimiran, Hodir, Tyr, Ra, and Odin. Those are the nine keepers. Ironia is a watcher, not a keeper, though they're all Titanic watchers. Good luck keeping up with that, people. I haven't. I You said it, and it's gone out. Arcadis, Tyr, Brothers, Ironia, uh, I have cousin, distantly. But, so, like, this won't happen, right? Right? It can't. Because, also... I don't think they can. I don't think the WoW fan base can stomach another aspect being converted to evil, right? Can they? I mean, at this point, they all have other than the one. So it's it's equal parts. Like, really, we gotta complete it all. But I'm also like, I mean, it makes sense. Not not a single one of them is infallible. Even though she's queen of the aspects, I don't see Alex Straza as being more psychically powerful than any of her brothers and sisters here. Are we gonna like learn some like lore? I mean, like I guess we already have. They've already they've already kind of talked about how like the waters of the dragons can be influenced, and they, and they 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 walked it back, and I'm like, no, the waters aren't converting them. But I don't know. There's just too many dragons turned from good to evil to be like, I is that true? I mean, even my man Zafrach said something to the effect of it. Tears like, my magic will destroy yours. He's like, ha ha, you dummy. Order is not the opposite of me. And yeah. you don't even know what that's about. Right? He was like, and then you guys like started to, yeah, he, he started hitting each other with hammers. I feel like that was just <laughs> such a throwaway like, comment, but like the connotations are huge. Because like, is he telling the truth or is we never fucking know? Also, his voice was sick. I love like the old, like the old, like Draxy voices. I, I liked it. I debated whether or not I liked the fact that this faceless one had just like a man's voice, but I tend to agree with you. Yeah, it was nice. It's not like it's not like some like spooky thing. It's just like ha ha ha. Fuck you, Tyr. Also, I don't in fact like you very much. <laughs> okay, so like this, the storyline ends with the cutscene, right? Um, the cutscene for me though. Like everything about okay, also I was everything about this whole storyline was voice acted, um, which is nice. And I assume the cutscene was also supposed to be cut like voice acted, but for me, it was not. My sound just died, like just the voice sounds died, like after the first line of the cutscene. So I'm gonna have to like look this up and like re like rewatch it because like it was so distracting. I could like I I was like lost. Oh yeah, no, the whole thing is voice acted, um, like, like all the way through. I mean, it's only like a minute sixteen. I had the video up, but yeah, it it's acted still. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I really wish my first encounter with it, like, it was as it was supposed to be intended. And... Okay, wait, let's pause the podcast, and then let's watch the minute video, and then what's your reaction to having the voices? Hey, Growl, I want to throw it to you for brand SEO. Cover, and then we'll come back after we watch this. And then Aaron got sick from drinking his poison water and couldn't do funny voices the next morning. Sorry listeners, and then potential blizzard reps, I let you down on this one. Here's the sound of waves gently lapping a shore to calm down an anger you may have. Love, Aaron. Thank you, Growl. I'm glad to be back. And now I'm going to give Immune a little quiz. Yeah, so, okay, so I'm really upset that, like, it didn't, like, act properly the first time I saw it, but, like, during Growl and the Pearl, I watched it. And I just want to say that, like, there are, there are things, like, so I, was, I was, like, having to, like, read the captions and then try to focus on what was happening. So I missed about half of both of what was either said or what was um being shown what on the screen. What was done. Yeah. Did you recognize, side note, did you recognize the man? That's apparently the guy whose Zalatath was stabbed in his noggin. Oh. He pulled it out of him and then killed him. I had to read that because it's like, everyone was like, Zathach is so important. I was like, I, don't, I, I do not know this man. I'm sorry to this man. And apparently Shadow Priest killed this man. Oh, I mean, like, similar to, like, you with the Holy Paladin, I don't think I ever really did the, like, Shadow. Well, no, I guess I had to have, but like, I didn't really pay too close of attention to it. Wait, so what's your review on the video with the voice? Oh, yes. Okay, so like, there, there are like some thoughts here. First off, like something I did notice the very first, the first time, even without sound, that like I just wanted to say that like our boy Tier like just chiatsued himself here, like a hundred percent. Like, is it a reference? Maybe. Mm. Any. And my second thought was now that like the way that he said it, he's like even the, even if this body must be sacrificed, so like. I, I I think he might be coming back. Like, he must have, like, actually implanted himself and he can be resurrected. Yeah. Something tells me... Well, actually, never... I was about to be like, something tells me he put himself in the aspects. But three-fifths of the aspects he chose beefed it at this point, so never mind. Can I just say, some of these comments are amazing. Uh, On the video that I just sent you guys, this is a certified artifact weapon moment. And then someone says... I like that they canonized that one of Zakaj's final utterances before being sealed away was oof. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I I was saying. Just because that man was faceless doesn't mean that he wasn't personalityless. He got hit with a big beefer and he went oof. That's that's what I was saying like when we were watching it during the break here. I love that they like went out of their way to voice act both Tyr and the faceless dude uh, like when when Tyr like body checked him and then flew off into the lake and exploded, like both of them made a ooh ooh sound like on the collision. <laughs> and then just one more comment here we go. So this is how the silver hand got to the bottom of that lake and why that place became Tyr's fall. I don't remember the fact about the silver hand being the bottom of the lake, but I was like, oh my god, yeah, he's holding the artifact weapon in his hand, so it can make sense. So like it's it's just it's just a cool cutscene. Like the cutscene makes up for every thing else related to it it was it was great i was about to complain that we need more like how did artifact weapon originally get lost 
cutscenes and then specifically cite mine. But I have seen the Fail Maloran cutscene and I just didn't care because it was part of the uh, Blood Elf Heritage Armor quest. <laughs> I was like, I, I remember seeing it and being like, boo, boo, I hate this is how I find out. But yeah, so so then we go back to Tears Hold. No, Tears Rest. No, Tears Hold is right. I, why would they do this to me? You can't have Tears Rest and Tears Hold in the same quest line. It stinks that he is a god amongst multiple factions of people because everyone is cheesy and names their shit after him. And then, yeah, it just makes it confusing. You go back to Tears Hold in Dragonflight and you put the silver scale back and you're just like, come on, Tear, we're going to say three cheers and you're going to wake up. And then he goes, the aspects are my only friends or something like that. It was like, I love the aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah like no, that. it was it was literally he's like, my faith is in the aspects. And he points his finger forward and then they were like, guess that's all we get on this one. But, like, what, what's interesting is, like, before we all, like, teleported in here, like, uh, Koronos, Holy Paladin guy, and us, like, we're like, hmm, maybe we don't tell the aspects about what we learned from this faceless one and the vision about them all possibly being corrupted someday. So, like, we're all just holding the secret now, right, like, close to our chest, and then we're like, oh, we'll see what happens here. Shouldn't we fucking tell Alexstrasza immediately? Like, okay, so I understand... That when Nors Dormu learned that he'd become Murazan, he was like, oh, God, I have to disappear from, for, like, five expansions and never be seen again. So, like, is yeah. that the concern? That's my thing is, I feel like if we tell her, like, you will be corrupted, every single moment of every single day for her now is, like, what is right? What is safe? She's almost, like, she gets, like, a, a moment where she's like, I can't do anything because who knows what could turn me into, like, Strazalar. <laughs> And so maybe it's best just to let her go about her business, do what she can in the moment. And then when she turns into Strazalar, it's like, don't worry, guys, we knew about this. Korragos, holy paladin guy, and I already have the knife to turn her back. I also want to say that I apologize for ever naming my elf mage Korragos, um, and I apologize no, I won't apologize for this. Blizzard needs to apologize for naming a future character very closely to this thing. So, like... Yeah, they, they knew. They knew what you had, and then they went and did Coronos. That's really fucked up, in my opinion. Just like the NPC that we'll be meeting in 10.2, Growlino. I put Alex Straz's name in a world in a word jumbler, and I got Lazarets. It's missing an shit. X. It's missing an X, and it's missing, I believe, another A. So we can call her Xalarex or Lazaretsxa. Xalarex is not bad. So then you can just say like Xalarexla, right? Xalarexka, Lazaretska. There, there, there's an X A unaccounted for. Edit wherever you'd like to Lazarets, and that's her fun void name. Happy Pride Month, gays. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Hi, gay. <gasps> he said it. He said it. We got him, boys. We got him. Ah, oh, beans. The gay police are already arresting me. You guys wouldn't have funding the other 11 months of the year. <sighs> but yeah, um, I, what's crazy is that, like, we weren't prepared for this. Like, all of a sudden, like, the reset hit and Wildhead was like, oh my god, new cutscene? New storyline? We didn't know this. And I'm like, bitch, they're hiding shit. They are hiding so much shit now. 
And, and like my question is that like I think this is related directly to 10.1.5 because they mentioned the infant dragonflight a lot in this storyline. And 10.1.5 is when we get the mega dungeon that's infinite dragonflights, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So do we have like an official date for this? I I forget. They just said that like summer, right? No. To get, we but have an estimation, the, right? The Kalimdor Extreme happens mid-August. So People, and I hate to, I know he's very vilified, but Mr. GM thinks that it will be early August, late July. He's been, he honestly, he's been on a little bit of a hot streak. Um, he has he's been killing he, it. A, he's been killing he, it. <laughs> I'll never forgive him for human shaman. Oh my God. But, <laughs> but he has been making up for that huge blaring blunder with some accurate predictions. He probably knows someone on the inside now. I feel like he's getting some legitimate tips, but hey, I'll I'll take it for the fucking promotion, baby. <laughs> Ian saw human shamans and he was like, Hey, mister, come here. That was bullshit. Stop devaluating our brand like that. Tell you what, we'll just feed you actual information now. Okay, everyone, guess what? We wanted to capitalize upon the fact that we, when this episode comes out, we'll only be in the second of June, which means we are the most on the ball for the June trading post. But as you can see by the timer on your phone or (laughs) device, time is running out. So we're going to do a fashion photo review lightning round. I'm I'm excited. This is a great fucking month, man. People are mad about it. Which which, Uh, which sucks. It sucks that it's a lightning round. Because, like, everything here is so good. We'll see how lightning it is. All right. So, let's. Everyone's on the same link, right? Yes. Yes. I have just opened the one that Aaron linked in host chat. So, we will see the same things in order. Uh, You want to kick us off here? Okay. We we are all on the same page now. Starting off first, we got a pet named Buzzworth for 600 tendies. It's an orange bee. I'm going to give it a moot. Like bees, not cute enough for me. I have a yellow one. Yeah, I'm going to give that one a moot. I don't have an orange one, but I have a B, so... I'm, I'm going to make it a triple moot. I mean, it's a pet, so I'm probably not going to spend my attendees on it, especially for 600 It is cute, though. I, like, I understand people that would buy this. Next up, we have the Royal Swarmers Reigns. Now, this mount is a recolor of, I believe, the BFA uh, Visions. The, it's, it's Yeah, it's your little buddy. It's you... You find an egg of a Zathir, I think they're called, an Ekir. You find an Ekir egg, and you raise it to be a, a purple guy, but it's this model, but B colors. And I'm just going to start it out here. It's not the mount I picked first, but it is a toot. Toot for me as well. Only 800 tendies for a B-colored mount of one that, may I say... Is very hard to get. You are not getting the BFA version anymore unless you want to waste your weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's a two from me too. And I'm kind of mad that I think this one looks kind of cooler than the one that we grinded out back in BFA. But like, uh, I mean, my only other complaint is that like, I'm probably not going to spend my tendies on it because of the one that's up next is what I think is my shoot of the week. I'm talking, this is the Cinder Main Charger. It's a mount for 900 tendies. This is my This is my shoot. I love this thing. You mean my shoot? You mean my shoot too? It's close to my shoot. I'm not shooting it only because the two of you have already put two bullets into this man, but it is a Cinder Crackly Flaming, like Pegasus, Horse with Wings. So good. 
already bought it. You could only get this mount from Recruiter Friend back in the day. This was the only Recruiter Friend mount besides the Zavara unicorn guy with the horn that I did not get. I got the rocket. I got the fun little flying lion rock thing and whatever the other one was. And I was like, if I get a fourth recruiter friend, if I get a fourth friend into this game that's not Yabiag, immune, or growl, I'm getting the Cindermane Charger. And then the Cindermane Charger left the fucking trading uh, recruiter friend thing, and I was pissed. I'm buying this immediately when I log in. Once I grind up the points, it will be the first thing I buy. That's why it's my shoot. Oh, Oh. shit, you're poor on tendies. Oh, shit, you couldn't just get... I was about to say, I chose to get the Cindermane Charger over the B-mount, but I still got the B-mount points. <laughs> I mean, maybe I've just been buying... Well, I've been, like, spending too many of my tendies the rest of the month, but I will say that, like, this is the... Oh, what you buy in May? Oh, that shit was terrible. No, that's what I'm saying, that, like, this is the first month, like, I think that, like, this is the hottest month that they've put out for this trading fucking post. And I'm like, I wish I would have saved my attendees. I just felt like I needed to spend most of them each time because I wasn't sure what was going to happen, you know? Bro, the Facebook post that that WoW made today was kind of savage. They said, hope you saved up your attendees because we got three months. And I'm like, (laughs) damn, they're just saying that? People are going to be mad. I mean, I'm, I'm not mad because, like, they said that, like, some of these things will be recycled. And, like, some of these things I already straight up have I can't even buy. So, we'll get to those when we when we get to them. But, like, up next we have the the um, Shifty Merchant's Tunic. It's a shirt for 50 tendies. What do you guys think? Do you mean the shitty Merchant's Tunic? Who cares? Don't care. Pass. <laughs> yeah, boot. Boot. I'll give it a moot. I mean, like, I probably won't buy it. But, like, I think it's whatever. Uh, next up, we have the Magister's, Magister's Jeweled Drape or the Magister's Jeweled Doodoo. I'm going to give us a boot as well. Boot, Who cares? boot. That's some BC-ass shit that I don't want to see in my shop. Uh, triple boot. I don't want that shit. And then after this, we have the Veteran Grunt Chopper Two-Handed Axe 50 Tendies. Boot. I have what? a million axes from Watt that look the same or better. Yeah, you know what? I was going to give it a moot and be like, I don't care. But now it's an active boot. I actually, I believe, have this thing already from WAD or some sort of horde business I did. The next two, I'm going to boot just because they have the word hey, carrot hey, in hey, it. Hey, you, did, you, 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 didn't, me. you didn't give Immune a chance oh, on Veterans sorry, Grant sorry, Chopper. I don't, I don't think he's going to love it, but... Well, I'm going to fucking boot this axe, too. I like, I, I don't want it. Like, I don't have a character that can use it. And I probably already have something that looks similar to it. So boot. Boot, 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 boot. And also, and then now that we're properly there, I will change. <laughs> Chase, uh, slide whistle statement, boots for these boys, too. I do not want the orange cape. No, that my problem is it has the word carrot in it. Vagabond's carrot trappings. Wanderer's carrot trappings. I don't even care what it looks like. I don't boot. Maybe, maybe we're feeling a little feisty because it's a speed round here, but I'm going to boot them both as well. We gave these fucking sets that they've been had. They've had these in like every fucking traders post so far in different colors and maybe i've just like had enough you know i mean like okay so like fine you know what now you make me feel bad i'm gonna give it a moot only because only because color options in the hood cloak combo is good people have been waiting probably like oh i wish i had this color oh i can get this color that's my transmog maybe some unlucky person out there can make use of the carrot trappings but it ain't gonna be me. And now I'm gonna give a boot to the next item on the Pustulant Demon Heart Fetish. 
One, the name is very offensive. Two, it's an offhand, don't care. Three, it's 150 tenders. That's 50 tenders too much. Well, I'm going to give it a moot because um, I like the concept of it, but like I'm not going to buy it because it's too expensive. <laughs> I will also give it a moot. I think that's pretty neat. I think it's a neat enough offhand. I just have the the virgin version, the 1.0 from wad and maybe so maybe that's i don't it. i don't need this guy maybe we are we have so much wad transmog this is a very wad transmog heavy list like like you can see that it's pulled from like all the wad shit here that we're just like we already have that the sentinel tower shield is next for 150 tenders i'm gonna give this a toot that's a great looking shield i i top of my head i don't think i have a shield that looks like this but even if I this do, it's is a great color. new to my knowledge because people are talking about the fact that this is the first step to Night Elf Heritage Armor. I'm going to give it a moot. I don't like it as well, much. Because it's Night Elf Aaron. Well, no, I don't. I just don't. I like my I like my shields round or wide versus tall. This is a tall shield. But if it is the the pretense to Night Elf Heritage Armor. I like that because I just want more Night Elf, or I just want more Heritage Armor, period. He said, oh, you heard it here first, folks. He wants more Night Elf. Uh, uh, uh. They're already getting another tree. <laughs> they don't need way. more right now. But but yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this a toot. I really like it. And my comment on it was going to be that it feels very, very Night Elf. <laughs> so that's I, I think it's cool. We got the Amberstone dress next. It's a robe for 150 tendies. I, I'm i going to give it a moot. I can see you not having a similar robe in your collection, but I think it costs too many tendies. A hundred is my like limit, I feel like, for these things. Well, you may or may not have it because it is just the Gilnean dress that I pined for ever so long ago. I give it a moot. I don't care. But I guess if you want the Gilnean set under a different weird name, there it is. You know, I was also going to give it a moot. It's nice enough, but I probably won't buy it. But up next, we have the Jewel of the Fire Lord, a helm for 410Ds. This is also, I believe, one that you could could have gotten in the past from either... I think you could have bought it on the shop, or you could have gotten it from the Amazon Prime shit. Is that why I have it? This math... Yes, that's why yes. I have it. This math ain't mathing to me. The Jewel of the Fire Lord, I believe, I believe costs $10.00. Um, it was put on sale for half off frequently, but its tenders are 400 tendies, which I'm pretty sure the equivalent, that's $4, right? So this is the cheapest you could get the Jewel of Fire Lord if you didn't have Twitch Prime and if you didn't win it in a starting zone contest like I did. Well, I'm glad because your boy does not subscribe to the starting zone, nor does he have Twitch Prime. So as a fire mage, I definitely put 400 down on the table for this, it's a toot for me, but just because I'm a fireman. I'm going to give it a toot because I'm glad people can have it. But the price, I think the price is a little weird. I think they, I think they, I think I. <laughs> this is the first time Slide has ever celebrated other people getting a thing. That's not true. That's episodes not true. I, I, on him I being like exclusionary. I, I won this thing free from a contest, so I don't care. But it's just weird that they like, so, so, so they're like, oh, here's the Medivh robes. They're going to be in the shop. Well, how, well, how many tennies is that going to cost now? Well, for, you know, I agree with Aaron. If, if uh, Slide Whistle actually threw down some dollars for this, he would be booting this to the like to the to like the bottom of the barrel. But I also am going to give it a toot just because I think it's fucking awesome. I'm, I love that people have this. 
I'm just thinking about the integrity of the scale going forward. The Medivh robes that you may have purchased for $10, are they going to be 200 tendies because it's pretty ugly like what what is that how does how do we scale from here is what i'm just i already about. said i was only in for the staff whenever that shows up we got the fa- the flame forged fell thing which again this is a wad of, this is a very wad based appearance i'm gonna give it a boot it's now it costs 450 tenders that's a lot of fucking tenders i see why for rogues they're gonna be if they want this they can wear two on each hand but like you're charging per hand for transmog that's kind of weird to me it's a one-handed dagger yeah it's it's a boot for me too i just and i'm not even a rogue guy but just a casual knife collector i feel like i already have something similar to this i don't want to pay 450 like half of a mount. Yeah, for this. I'll, I'll round it out with a boot as well. Like I, you know, I as like I can wear daggers on my priest, and I won't. I wouldn't. I want this. So uh, I don't know. Anyways, up next we have the Sunspire Battle Staff for five hundred tendies. It's similar to some of the other staff models that we've had in the Traders Post, although it's like multicolored. And I don't know if this is based off of something, but I kind of get wad vibes from it too, in the sense of like high mall. It is a recolored, it is a recolored Carabor staff. So, and I don't even mean to toot my flute or our respective flute. This is still wad themed. Kind of weird. And also, I'm gonna say, uh, moot. I don't care. The the only thing I have to say about this is. My Growlina had a back piece where you couldn't see the staff on the back. Uh-huh. So when I scrolled to this in the tenders thing, it was her wiggling her hands and I couldn't see anything. And I was like, what am I paying for? And it was not until now I saw what Yeah, it exactly. Like. I was just going to say that this is the first time I'm actually seeing this appearance. I'm going to give it a moon only because I do like the coloration, but that's a lot of fucking tendies for a staff. I don't know. And the next item, again, I'm it's a wad item. This is like, is this what Archie Monday drops? I think it's a recolor of an Archie Monday weapon. It's a polearm, the Soul Burner Bardiche. <laughs> that sounds like fucking Archie Monday's collection. For 550 tendies. Chill on the two-handed cost. It's way too high. Yeah, boot for me. I would never buy this. I just don't even think it looks that great. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a boot. This is fucking half a K, more than half a K tenders or traders tenders. And it's just ugly. No, thank you. Boot. And last up, technically last up on the listings of things you can buy for 10 days is the Helajar Berserker Warplate for 750 traders. 10 days. This is just plate, I believe, or is this male? No, I think I think this is male. Yeah, I was going to ask what it was because like I on paper, I it's think it not, looks good. It's not whatever Growlina does. I, I saw that and I said, just no. I think it's male. I think you're right. It's expensive, seven fifty. But I'm gonna give it a toot only because it comes with one, two, three, four, five, six, eight transmog pieces. I think that's worth it. That's a that's that's a, okay. In my head, it's a hundred tendies a transmog piece. You're getting your value. You could argue that wrists isn't really worth it, but. I think it's still a toot, but barely. It barely crosses my threshold for a toot. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to give it a moot, but, like, I will say that it's a, it's a pretty strong moot. Like, I, I like the way it looks. I, I think it's fine. I understand why people would buy this. Although, like, with all the other things on the table this month, I'm, I'm not buying it. 
I think I already booted it, but yes, it's great. I just I I have the cloth version and I have no male guys I'd get this for, but I will just come in and jump again. Legion based. Wait, not what Wad was the one we were rallying around. <laughs> Never mind. This is a Legion based one though, which is in the good old days of my youth. So I like seeing. Yeah, it. I'm not sure. I like seeing is. that more than like Wrath. Well, it's like or... Hellajar, yeah. So yeah, Legion, yeah. Yeah, it's the last month we got the cloth version of the the Hellier raid. This is the the male version. Unlast up our beautiful reward for the month. If you get all your tendies fulfilled, it's Quawks, a recolor of Squawks from Freehold, looking like a looking like some gay flag. I'm not sure which gay flag this looks like, but the coloration is perfect for the month. It's a parrot. I want a parrot mount so bad. This is. Like I can't, we can't shoot this, can we? Because it's a, it's the bitch, reward. Bitch, we have one rule here. It's that we, you can only give have, one. Shoot. We have shoot. Like, like, okay, but what do we shoot the monthly reward every? Yes, we yes, have twice. We have now, shooted I think. the monthly all right, all reward. Right. Yeah, twice. This is my, this is my auga toot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my auga toot. Oh 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 oh, guys, 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 guys. Sorry. Next week, next recording day, it's boat day. Next next Thursday is boat Shut day. The fuck it's boat up. day. Okay, so next week's DNR will be coming live from the boats. Don't let me forget. We 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 have to fucking go on our sh <gasps> an evoker boat. Oh my god, a new boat! Also, for anyone playing around at home, uh, <laughs> Squawks looks like either the bisexual or the gender fluid flag. Quawks, Depends on quawks, how many colors you quawks. take. Quawks, I'm sorry. Is Squawks the quawks one from Freehold? Quawks is a dirty homophobe. Yeah, Squawks is Freehold. But Quawks, his funny brother, either looks like the bisexual or gender fluid flag. I never flag. noticed the bird had a peg leg. <laughs> Shut the fuck. You did, you did not notice that? I never got that? it. I never seen one in the wild. Yeah. But well, you you've never seen freehold. the man? Yeah, you fight it in Freehold. I you, look at the you man. Use the I don't card the fucking, in I don't Hearthstone. The bird. You guys stare at the bird during the fight? And well, at the yeah. man you're in combat yeah. with? Well, yeah, yeah because, because once I have you, a poop fetish. Come once on. Once you knock it, knock him off the bird, you have to like make sure you aren't going to get hit by the bird. So yes, I am constantly trying to figure out where this bird is. Sorry, I didn't realize you guys lacked peripheral vision to see when a big flapping bird is in the corner of your screen while you watch the pirate you know who's shooting you the pirate I'm, shots. I'm like a 1910s horse. I have, <laughs> I have blinders. But you on. zoom out your screen and you see a blob of a bird in the corner of your eyes, and you look at the pirate man. I don't know about you, but that, you that know fucking bird always spawns right behind me. I don't zoom out me. my screen. Well, I'm not surprised because you miss chat, so like you're gonna miss a bird hitting you. No, I don't ever miss the We're bird. We're fighting now. The bird never hits me because I'm always on the lookout for it. I'm always analyzing squawks. Okay. You are such a quacks. Anyways, I give this a very high toot. I give this a toot as a well. It is. It is my first. I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> blood and flesh parrot. I have a mechanical parrot that I got from reading the book and then doing the quest line, but this is my first one that's made with God's grace. I don't like the reins. I don't think the parrot needs to have reins in its mouth. Parrots are very intelligent. It, if, if you loved it enough, you wouldn't have to fucking stick a piece of wood in its mouth to tame it. Well, why do you think it looks so angry? I saw a video of an abused parrot today that what? was repeating... You <laughs> 
It was repeating the words of its abuser, and it honestly really harshed my mellow all day. What the fuck? Like, it was the 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 people filming it were, like, the foster parents, and they're like, we don't want to hang out with you. And then the parrot was like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hit you. Oh. And then they were like, you'll attack us. I was like, I'm not going to hit you. And then they got next to it, and it clawed them. So sad. Parrots are so smart and don't deserve any abuse at all. Especially the ones that look like either the bisexual or gender fluid flag. Uh, I just want to let everyone know, uh, by everyone, you two, the Hartley Peach uh, is gone. (laughs) I drank it all. It was 27%. It's hardly there. (laughs) Was it like a pint? or I don't even know. And now it's time for a lightning round of TTBBMM. Top two, bottom boot, medium moot. No commentary. Let's go. You go first. I got a I got a top two to this week. I achieved KSM. I was able to get a tier piece. I got I know I'm five tier piece slotted out. I feel strong as fuck. Uh what about you, Aaron? What's your TTBBMM? You made the mistake of going to me before immune, which means I get to take the easy out and say that I am very excited. Top toot, by the way. I'm very excited that the raid group finish Sarkareth, which means we get to move on to heroic now. Anyways, immune. What is your TTBBMM? Well, I have a bottom boot to round us out here. (laughs) And my bottom boot is the fact that my priest has no tier. And it's not that I haven't tried. I've done LFR and full pug normal. And like last week, I like basically, I I think I ate out of nine pugged heroic as well. And then like either just like no priest tier dropped or like one piece dropped and I rolled a fucking like five every time one dropped. So like, yeah, zero tier right now on my priest. Uh, There is one in my vault, which I can take and I'm probably going to be raiding tonight on her. So we'll see. But like, it's been very unlucky so far. So yeah, bottom boot. Speaking of the opposite of unlucky, we are so incredibly lucky to have these patrons subscribe to our Patreon. They include Command Sergeant Major Tajurla, fourth host of the podcast, Monkey, Hoy Vince, and Sing Slash Drag Race, Azra, and Digital Dave. Mitch wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't daddy, he's a literal child. Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Seisha Sun Soup, Big Fat, Ugly, Bug Face, Baby Eating Adorno says, I. Baby Gersh, Myth Gersh, Wooly, Big Bear 13, Adam N, Ickus, Novadark, SSDB, Same Soup, Different Bowl, Vanderlyle, D Gibson, Generational Talent, Smarf to Base God, Slide Whistle says, Train Man 1957, I mean, fuck Craig. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. With that, we are leaving here. Honestly, I kind of like the Lightning TTBBMM. It's high pressure, it's high voltage. Maybe we do that from now on. We'll see. You really, you gotta know your yeah. shit. You can't keep <laughs> you, going. You keep that. There was no edits. That's a one take, baby. No, I, I just want to say it legitimately was a one take because I feel like sometimes when we've struggled on what we needed to say, we legitimately took a short break and edited it out. We'll tell them that. Or do. Uh, oh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, send us any emails, uh, comments, complaints, BlizzCon tickets to do not relent pod at gmail.com. Join our Discord at do not relent com. What about you guys? Where can I find you two kittens on the internet? Meow. You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can join the aforementioned Patreon by going to Patreon.com/slash Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at Do Not relent.livejournal.com and of course watch me on twitch at twitch.tv slash aaron dnr and i forgot to make a cat noise 
We'll see you guys next week. And to those who love WoW podcasts, we salute you. Roll us out, Commander Linden. Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.